This is episode eight of Miss M on Air. Welcome to Miss M on Air, a podcast about life and all the stuff that life's made of. Hosted by me, Miss M, Rosal Manahan. Hey there, guys. It's me, Miss M, Rosal Manahan. I hope you guys are having a great day wherever you are. And just here in the Philippines, we are on our first weekday of the Holy Week. It started yesterday and, well, we are all into a preventive lockdown again. But that shouldn't stop us from learning something new. And no matter what the circumstances are, I think it's still very valuable to plan ahead and still hold on to our dreams and hopes because if we feel hopeless and lost, it's good to remind ourselves that the future is in our hands. It may not feel like that sometimes, but tayo talaga ang magdidesisyon kung ano ang pwedeng mangyari sa buhay natin. Whether it's with the leaders that we have, the families that we raise, the jobs that we take, the career paths that we choose, how well we do in school or at work, the lessons we learn from failures and mistakes. So with that being said, I would like to invite all of you to reflect this Holy Week and, you know, try to be hopeful about what we can do because the power really is in our hands. And that being said, I am so proud to say that for the first time, I have a guest on my show. (laughs) She is a life coach and a corporate coach, and she spent a good part of her professional life coaching individuals and companies achieve their best potential. I turned my interview with her into a quick crash course into achieving your goals and going after your dreams and navigating your way through the challenges and roadblocks that might be there in between you and your goal. So please join me for this interview with Kimmy Lu, who describes herself as a life and corporate coach based in the Philippines, dedicated to helping individuals, teams, and companies in their journey towards more positivity and confidence. So join me and let's jump into that conversation. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I have with me someone who's a life coach and a podcaster as well. Her name is Kimmy Lu. Hi, Kimmy. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for saying yes. So I'm <laughs> glad to be here with everyone who's listening. Okay. So, Kimmy, let's get straight to it. Who are you and what do you do? Paradon sa mga just heard of you recently and I don't know who you are. Who is Kimmy Lu? Kimmy Lu is my name and life coach is my last name. (laughs) 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 That's the ongoing joke now because, you know, people would ask me, so what's your last name? I'll say life coach because I kind of live and breathe this career or job of mine right now. So I am a life coach. I hold sacred space for heart-centered leaders who are ready for their quantum leap, meaning if they want to level up in their lives, if they want to improve, then they come to me and I help them out with that. How did you get into the practice of life coaching? Oh my gosh. So there is a story of course, behind all of this. 
Like how? And it was 11 years ago. I was so much younger. I was 11 years younger. <laughs> and before that, I was lost. That's okay. my story. I was lost. I was feeling empty. I wasn't fulfilled. I literally felt emptiness on my chest. I was trying to feel it, but I couldn't. So I wanted to ask for help. I knew I needed help. And well, actually, my parents are marriage counselors. So, you know, I saw them as a child talking to other married couples and, you know, helping them with their with their marriages. And so now when it was my turn and I needed help, it was kind of awkward to ask help from my parents. And I'm not naman married. So I'm like, I need somebody else, like maybe a life coach. I don't even know where I got that term from, but that's what I was looking for. I didn't think I needed a psychologist or a psychiatrist at that time. I knew I just needed somebody to, you know, process what was going on with me. So I searched for a life coach, life coach Philippines, life coach Manila, life coach Makati, and I couldn't find anyone. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, this will be terrible if somebody else needed to talk to someone. Where do they go? Who do they talk to? So at that point, I was thinking, you know what? What if like I'm the life coach and when they Google, they're going to find me? Because there must be someone. So I found a gap, basically. But also at that time, there were no life coaches, no certification programs, no courses on it here in the Philippines. So I had to look abroad. And one day, I received an email saying that there was one happening in San Diego, California. And I have an aunt there. So I knew that I could live with her while I was studying. Okay. So that happened, and now we're here. So we can break it down. What exactly is a life coach as opposed to, let's say, a psychologist or a therapist? What is a life coach? What does he or she do in a person's life? Before, when there was no ways yet, it was just a GPS. <laughs> I would describe myself as a human GPS. It's like you kind of plug in where you want to go, and then you you drive, And sometimes you don't listen to the GPS and you still make that right turn. Mm -hmm. Then the GPS will recalculate, right? It will tell you, recalculating. And then maybe you can take a left turn or another right turn over here. But Mm -hmm. it will still help lead you to the destination that you plugged in in the beginning. Right. Right. So just the same, like when you come to me and you tell me, okay, I, this is my goal. All right, sure. So we'll do that. And then sometimes, you know, maybe you procrastinate or maybe you made like a, maybe a wrong decision or you thought this would be the better option for you. And then you go a little farther away from your goal. And then I will help redirect you and say, hey, remember, this is your goal. Like you're not getting there. You're going far. So please come back. It's here. It's this one. Remember. So it's more of like that. Well, it makes perfect sense because you're driving, right? And then you're right. Because sometimes when you have a goal, Mm -hmm. you have so much ideas and then you don't know what to start with first. Mm -hmm. 
or sometimes you have so many questions mm-hmm. in your mind. And just like a coach, I guess, for an athlete, this coach yeah. will tell you, Ganito, you do 10 sit-ups, you do this, you swim, and then later you run. Kind of maps it out for that person. Tamaba. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then sometimes when you're on one road, you'll be like, is this correct? It looks traffic here. You know? <laughs> so you try to make your own turn. Right. And try to discover sometimes it works out. Maybe it's just a longer way, yeah. um, but you still get to your destination. But at the same time, like I'm still there and still helping you navigate, even if you made the other turn. Right. Right. So right? a life coach won't necessarily get mad at the coach. If you're coaching me, yeah. I'm the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't use that term. Just say client. A client, okay. A client, yeah. So a life coach shouldn't get mad at the client. Can a life coach get mad at me? Like you know how coaches they scream at the athletes, do it, drop ten, keep standing. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever screamed at someone? Need a man. I don't think I have screamed, <laughs> but I would really tell somebody off, like, hey. Obviously, this isn't working because you're not doing the exercise or the activity or the homework, whatever it is. And people would actually come and ask, is there a guarantee? Like, will I become happier? Will I feel better? And I would tell them, yes, you're the guarantee. (laughs) I'm going to give you everything that I know that can help. I'll give you all of the tools and techniques that's in the book, you know, and from the experiences, from my past clients as well, I'll tell you what you can do. But of course, the doing is yours. Mm -hmm. It's your responsibility. So if you actually do it, you will feel better because it has happened several times with my other clients. And whenever they do it, they actually feel much, much better. Well, Sabagay, because you do have to tell the person, your client, you have to tell them, you know, you're going off tangent or you're like a teacher. You have to tell them, wait, that's not the thing. And so it's perfect sense that you say, I'll give you all the tools, but, you know, they're with you now. Yes. Yes. What is intention, you know, and how does it differentiate from simply wishing or wanting? Like, for example, somebody says, okay, I want to be rich or successful or I want my business to be great but how do you narrow it down to intention right so intention is actually different from a goal oh okay I always thought they were the same yeah yeah usual thing like so people would interview me and ask me so what is an intention and then I actually really say this oh it's super different like oh so please explain so I will I shall explain so basically a goal is something that is I guess more tangible for example I want a successful business I want a multi-million business that is the goal right Now, the intention would be the why to your goal. Like, why do you want to have a multi-million business? You can say something like, oh, because that will make me feel fulfilled. So fulfillment. And when you're fulfilled, how will you feel? I'll feel happy. Oh, so your intention is to be happy. So you want a multi-million business because you actually want to be happy. So when you intend to be happy, 
you're going to do everything in your power to be happy, and that includes creating a multi-million business. Right. I always read about setting intentions mm-hmm. every day. So yes. how do you align so, that intention with a yeah. goal? So for example, like there were a lot of bakers, right? Yeah. During the <laughs> pandemic. So for example, okay, I want my business to be successful. So for today, I want to sell 10 cakes. And my intention, okay, for selling those 10 cakes is for me to feel successful mm-hmm. or happy or fulfilled. So that will drive you to keep doing what you're doing. Because I know when I sell 10, I'm going to be happy. Right. So is it important to set that intention every single day? For me, I have an intention for an entire year and also monthly. I have a monthly intention. Oh, okay. So that's that's for me. I think everybody has their own style. Some people do it. I mean, and if it's a monthly thing, that means every day it's the same intention. Oh, okay. So, for example, if I'm having problems in my relationships with, for example, with my boyfriend or with my husband Mm -hmm. or my wife, Mm -hmm. my intention for this month, Kunyare, Mm -hmm. would be I want to make my wife feel satisfied or I want my husband to feel happy. Can that be an intention? Yes. And then what will you do to make them happy? That is the goal. That is the goal, yes. Oh, okay. So I want my husband to be happy. The goal is I will work on our relationship. I will try not to nag. Or if, for example, your intention is I want to be a more involved parent with my kids. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the intention, being an involved parent. And then the goal is the little things. You break it down in little things. Tamabas. Yes. Yes, that could be possibly um, <laughs> the way you can do it. I will give my example about the podcast oh, perfect. Right? for February. So my goal really is to be more global, like global life coach. So I needed to tap people from around the world and around the Philippines. And so that's the intention. Like I want to be global, okay. basically. And then the goal was to have as much podcast guestings as possible. Right. Yes. So all the more, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I need to be more global, more global. So every day we need to send out like 10 outreaches. So maybe one of those will say yes. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Now, what if with your intention and your goal, you don't meet a goal. Like you said, you send out 10 and then one answers and then that one who answers says, i sorry, we're full. <laughs> or I don't know. How do you yeah. have to deal with setbacks? I mean, because it's nice to hear. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's nice to hear from you. You know, you have an intention and you have a goal. So, and you're human like us. So you also feel disappointment. So how do you right. deal with that? First of all, I think you need to also focus on the mere fact that you actually tried your everything yes, with the intention that you had and even the goal. Because what if you didn't set that even? It's like zero. Like you didn't even reach anything or do anything about it. Like there's no growth at all. Mm-hmm. But the mere fact that you tried 
you can see that already as you know what I did my best I did my part mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you kind of like you know show up yeah for it yeah. and then eventually you know I think some people are not aware that there could also be a lag okay for example I'm just so lucky that this month like last February I hit the goal but what if there's a lag like I sent all of those and then they can get back to me like in six months or in a year Right. But I did the work. Ah. Does that make sense? Like, maybe I didn't reach it now, but because I did everything in my power to try, there will be something for me. Like, I'm sure. As opposed to not doing anything. As opposed, yes, exactly. (laughs) Sorry. People say, like, I want a new job. Right? Oh, exactly. Ah, yeah. I'm allergic ako dyan. Like, oh, wala akong trabaho. Nag-submit ka na ba ng CV? Nagtanong ka na ba sa tao? Hindi. There are people who are looking for people <laughs> to hire. So I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. So you have to try and you have to do something to get your goals as you set your intention. So ito na. Gawa mo na siya. Binake mo na yung sampung cake. <laughs> or you sent out those 10 CVs yes. and there's that lag and mm-hmm. you're feeling down, you're feeling so low. Sometimes you do the first step. Sometimes the first step is the exciting one. Because eh? you're all fired up. You're, yes, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then when you second step, ka na third step, parang, wow, man, nawawala na ako. what do I do? What do you yeah. tell your clients? Paganon. Yeah. Well, I experience the same thing. Like, I kept on doing stuff and then thinking, why aren't people saying yes to this? Like, why isn't it getting filled or whatever? And so my own coach said, Kimmy, you're planting seeds now. So I would say the same things. Right, right. Like, you're planting your seed. Ngayon ka pa lang nag-start. Ano ba bunga agad? (laughs) 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 You're planting the seeds. Don't worry. It will come. Like our first month of coaching, I hired somebody last year for online business coaching for coaches, you know, because I had to pivot 100% to online. So I thought I need help. And so, yeah, in the beginning, I was really getting frustrated because usually before COVID, like I would get filled up, my workshops would get filled up. But now it's like sending 200 messages, 300. Why is it so difficult? And then after a while, you know, we got the rhythm of things. And then people started replying, started enrolling. I'm like, ah, so that's what he meant when he said, you're planting seeds. So when you send messages to people, tell them that you are selling cakes and you're baking some, then you know what? One day somebody has their birthday, they're going to remember you and they're going to say, hey, I remember you sent me a message about baking cakes and you know, it's the it's the birthday of my daughter. Can I order? Right, right. Right? Uh-oh. So yeah, plant the seeds. Keep trying. Keep planting. You'll reap the benefits later. So yes, you need to do something. You can't not not do, do anything. Anything. You know, that's that's super interesting because um, I mentioned in my podcast, and people who know me know that I mm-hmm. I still work in the entertainment industry, and right. when we see these big artistas, the actors and actresses who are so popular now, sometimes we forget 
what they had to do to get that popularity. Diba? Yes. I wish I could be like her. <laughs> Nakailang audition yan for sure. Exactly. Diba? Oh my goodness. I remember interviewing Angel Luxine and mm-hmm. this was in 2013. And she was already big in 2013. But she was telling a story about how many auditions she had to go to. And one time, she stepped out of the studio. Hinimas-himas daw niya yung isang coaching napakaganda. I think it was a Pajero or something. It was a big, beautiful car. And she just touched it and she said, you know, I wish I could have a car like you one day. Because, you know, she she had to get herself to work, find a ride, or use, you know, the old car, or maybe take a cab. And she was just like putting her hand on that car and saying, you know, one day I'm going to be able to buy you. And then now when people see her or an actress like her, they're just looking at the success. They right. don't see how hard this person had to struggle before she got there. Absolutely. Something right. yes. to feed. And yes. I think something we have to remind ourselves, no, when we get impatient. It's so human nature na maging impatient eh. What do you tell your clients pag ganun? <laughs> um, be patient but right you need to keep doing it it's not magic miracles naman unfold on a daily basis okay so okay. also i think you can try to i read a book and the book said parang list as much stuff that you want to happen in your life parang there's more chances of winning instead of just thinking of one thing for okay. example if angel Siyempre, kunyari, close na kami. <laughs> of that car, okay, uh-huh. all throughout her life or career before getting it, if she just thought of that, then if it doesn't happen, then she'll be so frustrated and so, like, unhappy because she's not getting it. Right. But if you list down a lot of things, like maybe receiving fresh flowers or... Mm-hmm. Or having them in our my home. And then listening, I want to be able to hear birds chirp. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And then maybe I want to be able to drink clean water. So just list down so many things. And you're going to see, oh my gosh, there's so many like miracles happening actually in a daily basis in my life. But I'm just so overly focused with that one thing. But actually, Ooh. we can have several things that we can be celebrating. That's so true. Like you're looking at that promotion. I want that promotion. I want that promotion. I want my boss to notice me. But you don't notice the other things that are happening to you. Now, for example, you make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Now, people always talk about a growth mindset. Can you, right. as a life coach, break it down for us? What is a growth mindset? Growth mindset for me would just be like the perspective that you have about things, about life. So everything that happens is a gift. Okay. That's the mindset. So if everything that happens is a gift, that means there's something in there that you can, you know, open up and it's going to be maybe a lesson, okay. a teaching. Maybe it's something to help you, another tool to help you for another thing that you're going to do. But if you have a mindset of receiving things that happen to you as a gift, then it will be useful for you. Instead of saying, oh my gosh, that is uh, not something negative or that was a mistake. I hate myself for doing that mistake. No, it is a gift. So mm-hmm. just receiving things as gifts, then that would really change your perspective. Right? Right, right. Yeah. 
So instead mm-hmm. of looking at it, let's say, as a failure, you look at it mm-hmm. as something that could teach you. Yes. Right, right? Totally, totally. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So how would you recommend people set their goals? Kasi kanina nabanggit mo, you have to write down a list of things, not just one thing. But yeah. if, you're, if you're targeting a specific thing and you're a life coach, and kunyari, I'm an athlete or I'm a dancer. I can't even dance. <laughs> kunyari, I'm a ballerina. Gusto ko, I want to be on, I want to be in CCP. Diba? Or whatever it is. My, I'm an artist. I want people to buy my paintings. So yes. how can I now set goals that lead me, small goals towards the bigger one? Right. Okay. So this is super interesting. And I do this with all of my clients. I ask them to visualize or imagine themselves already doing that thing that they're doing. Like if you're dancing in CCP, then you already are. Okay. And I'm going to ask you, okay, how did you get there? How did you get, we're going to imagine, we're going to pretend that you're already there. How did you get there? And then I'll even say, we'll do a reverse engineer of this goal. So I'll say, okay, before going on stage, where were you? I was in backstage, like in the makeup room. And I was fixing myself. And before that, oh, I came from the house. I had my costume with me. And before that, oh, I was practicing. And before that, I actually auditioned for the role. And before that, I was learning the dance. And before that, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, you see like a bigger picture and it's so clear. Like, ah, so that means I actually need to learn how to dance, practice the dance, audition for the role, and then, you know, show up, have my costume made, go to my, to CCP. You know, and then you're like, okay, that was that was easy. And so your brain is like rewiring right now, making it so much easier for you to take the steps to get to it. Okay, that's so galing. It's so interesting. Yeah. Now, okay, pero wait. Because while you were saying that, I was imagining myself as a dancer. And what right. if, okay, let's backtrack. Let's go to step two. After right. I learned the dance and then I auditioned, yes. flop. I'm sorry, Or no, you're too old or you don't have this look for this role. Yes. So what happens then, coach? Well, right now, well, if you're saying that, then you need to know. I mean, you're learning the dance. And then you'll you'll realize, wait a minute, I'm actually not good at this. That can be a realization, right? So there also has to be a lot of you need to know yourself very well. Self-awareness? Awareness, yes. You need to be very self-aware or you need to be super open to feedback of other people, right? Like, "Um, is this good? And they're like, (laughs) no. Okay, so maybe dancing isn't for you. And that's okay because the thing is, like with life, you're going to need to keep trying. Okay. Okay, that's not for me, but you really like dancing. Maybe you can be the producer of the show. That could be another thing, you know, because you're so into it. Maybe you can be a manager of a dancer. Right, right. Another thing, you know, you can be like like a sponsor for a show as well. Like there's so many ways also. Never give up, basically. And just find different ways and means for you to discover what your gifts and talents are. So you need to be very aware of your gifts and talents, basically. 
this is sometimes, you know, you'll think, okay, I'll go to another audition and I'll go to another audition and that helps also. But <laughs> what if you're not cutting it? But then, I guess there's something to be learned for always just going and going and going for it. But if it's really not working, you're right. And I think it goes back to what you said, na, make a list of the things that you can do or you want to do. Yes. Yeah. Right. And always ask people. Yeah, I would always say that. That's also one of the things I ask my clients to do. Can you please ask like five of your very good friends whom you really, really trust? Ask them if this is a good idea. And if they think it is, I'm sure also they'll support you, these five people. Okay. Well, what if they say no, but that's all I want? <laughs> you need to rethink your goal. I think I'll be very honest also. Yes, of course, as a coach. Working. I think I don't think this is working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We may need to tweak a little. Right, right, right. Yeah. So there has to be a certain amount of openness. Yes. Now, okay, yeah. it's not working for me this way, but maybe mm-hmm. it's something else. I always say, you know what, maybe it's not fear. Maybe you're actually excited about it. The feeling of fear and excitement in your body is actually the same. If you think about it, like butterflies in your stomach. Also, maybe your heart beating fast. Maybe you're feeling like warmth or redness in your face. And sometimes that's like... Oh, when I'm excited and when I'm blushing, I feel the same. So it's kind of your, again, going back to like growth mindset and your perception of things, you're going to need to decide, am I fearful of this or am I like just excited to do it? So of course you want to choose the excitement part. So you're going to need to decide how Mm -hmm. you want your day to be like or that situation to be like, again, going also back to intention. So what is your intention for doing it? Why are you fearful? Oh, wait a minute. Why should I be fearful of being happy or being at peace or feeling fulfilled? I want all of those things. So I would rather just feel excited about it. Yeah. Okay. You feel excited about it. And at the same time, you said, be grateful for what you have or the things that you experience. Yes, absolutely. How can you experience or how can you cultivate this feeling of gratitude already in your life when you're wanting so much more? Like like you said, you want to reach out to this much people, but they never call back. How can you still be grateful for what you do have? I actually have this quote on my wallpaper on my phone and it says, I am grateful for everything that I have and for everything that is on its way. So it's not here yet, but I'm already grateful for it. And also when I'm praying or when I'm setting goals, I would always say, you know what, this, as in I write it down, this or something better. So I want this. I really want this. This is my plan and this is my goal. But you know what? What if there's something better and God has a better plan for me? And sometimes we think, no, this is the best plan. I really want to be a dancer. <laughs> yung pala, yung pala, he designed you to manage other dancers, and w- which is actually like, oh my gosh, that's like a bigger, you know, uh, responsibility and a bigger goal, right? To be able to motivate other dancers to do to be their best. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. So, 
this or something better. That would, for me, it really helps me personally when I'm writing down goals and, uh, you know, planning also what to do. I'd say this or something better. That's awesome. Amy, it was so great to talk to you and to learn so much from you in such short a time. How can they get in touch with you if ever? Well, they can just follow me on Instagram, Kimilu Life Coach. And I have my website, www.kimilulifecoach.com. And I have a meditation podcast right now, which is called Celebrate Life with Kimilu Life Coach. They can listen as well and learn how to meditate in so many ways. So those are the ways. Thank you for being so generous with your time and with your thoughts that will help us and our listeners. And we hope to hear from you soon. Yes, it has been my pleasure, really. So thank you so much for saying yes. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Miss M on Air. Follow me on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, look for me on Instagram at MSM on air. That's M-S-M-O-N-A-I-R. Have a good one. I love you all and stay tuned for the next episode.